<laughs> You're not gonna eat those in front of me, right? Why would I not? I don't want. Literally, to eat. as she's like eating on. The, I don't want you to eat on the episode. Me. I'm gonna eat just like how she's. I eating. don't. I don't want you to eat in front of me. <laughs> I'm gonna eat just like I'm like. No, 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 no. This isn't like an ASMR right now. We're not gonna be speaking so silently. Crinkle no. the back. I know you will like it. I don't. I don't. It's like the theme of the episode, Taylor. Now you're going to talk with your mouth full? Is that what we're doing? Now <laughs> the theme of the episode is bad manners? I'm just so hungry. <laughs> oh, you're craving. That's what I'm you're just doing so right now. hungry. Yeah. All right, man. Do you have cramps, too? I hope not. Uh, there's stomach cramps there's happening goldfish, in this stuff. <laughs> there's goldfish. Now you're putting evil onto me, bro. That's messed up, man. I'm just trying to watch my health. What stomach cramps mean? <laughs> no, they don't mean anything. It just means you got to go poop. I mean that it hurts. You put in, you inflict pain on me? Whatever, dude. All right. So, welcome to another episode of Somebody Save Us, or Somebody Save Me podcast, of course. But you don't even know the name of the <laughs> podcast. It's the seventh episode. I want to say Somebody Save Us because, dude, I'm being inclusive. Somebody I'm thinking save about us? my partner here, dude. What? No. <laughs> and this is about being selfish. All right, fine. Like the characters in this show. It's about looking out for numero uno. There's a lot of selfishness in this episode. There is so much selfishness <laughs> in this episode. Well, dude, welcome, and shall we get started? Alright, we're going to be playing this wonderful episode <laughs> named Cravings. Yeah, we got episode 7 of season 1, Craving, opening up on the Melville nursery greenhouse I, nursery whenever they said nursery i, I was like does that mean babies yeah huh? what's the deal i thought it would be called greenhouse or something it completely threw is nursery mean greenhouse? these are veggies and um it's not babies <laughs> all right we're gonna pause it right here real quick because look we have an addition to the kryptonite family what do you call this taylor it's, so what they no, they explain it later on so it's truly kryptonite planting soil. Yeah. That is what so you have kryptonite to, soil. Kryptonite soil is what you're going to have to label it as because that's how they explain it. In order for, for plants to be able to grow, she has to be able to have this kryptonite. Uh, I just, for me, the thing that's disappointing, and I know I usually always bitch, <laughs> but I just, same thing with a bug boy. Since the bugs were infected by the kryptonite, they'd be glowing. Why aren't these plants glowing? Instead, it's just kind of the rocks that are thrown in there as if it's some type of spice. That's a fair point because, yeah, that should keep up with the constant trend. Yeah. You know when it's kryptonite when it's glowing. Exactly. Yeah, you know when it's glowing. And, uh, yeah, I honestly was very excited that it was going to be kryptonite seeds or something. How hilarious would that be? Okay, no. Because then the plants could grow, uh, glow, though. Yes, and now you're opening up something that would have been even better is the fact of if it somehow was embedded, the meteor came down, embedded itself in the soil where somehow it produced seeds, where then those seeds were planted by Jody. And Jody was able to make glowing kryptonite that had goo come out of it <laughs> and that made a drink. Imagine Clark and the Beanstalk. Oh, now we are on to something. I'm saying, dude. Okay, so I added it to the list. Hold on. Yeah. And instead of Amy Adams losing weight, she becomes bigger. And so she becomes the giant. Yeah. We are on to something. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, bro. That's just a, you know, everyday piece of grass. So, yeah, let's continue. And now we have this man walking in, obviously, on who is his daughter, it's Joey. It's dad. Come Do- on. It's dad. It's Does dad. he even have a name? No, it's dad. <laughs> I think they only call him dad in the show, but he actually has a name, like, on the credits. But, yeah, this is Mr. Melville, the dad. To Jody. Also, let's talk about the this makeup on Amy Adams. Let's talk about let's talk about this. Um, she's only fat in the face, okay. so it makes it look really weird. So I also want to have to warn people: if I just call her fat girl in this podcast, just know it's because that's what they labeled her as. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah, why yeah, yeah. I would be calling her fat girl. But my issue now is that she's cutting people's faces off of these models' bodies. And making an album saying, I guess this is her motivation. Mm-hmm. Is that something that people do? I feel like it would be really weird if I saw you cutting guys' heads off and you putting your face <laughs> on just the, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type of body. I'm not going to lie, bro. It would definitely be weird because guys don't do that. <laughs> if anyone's going to do that, it would most likely be a girl. Would it not? At least at this time. Um, no dude is cutting off models' bodies. Oh, oh. Unless they're a killer. Okay. Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. Harry probably that. <laughs> He's like, now I can't pay, play the piano? I'm going to start doing this. Welcome. Look at my collage. <laughs> Welcome to Harry Voltstown, girls. I do want to say, girls don't do this anymore, but I do Facts. remember that this was a thing that movies showed back in this time period. And do you think girls don't do it now because of all the filters they have on the phone? Oh, yeah. So now there's no point to being able to show your body on another image mm-hmm. because you're able to see it pretty much in a realistic yeah. way. Yeah, no, they mastered it, bro. And they mastered it for sure. I want to go back to the collages in life. Okay. I want the collages to happen in the real <laughs> world once why? again. Why? Because we Dead trend, a, dude. Dead trend. simple time back then making collages. You're basically saying you want VCR to come back. All right, so now we. I, I do want VCR to come I know. back. Staring at the two VCRs right now. I, I love it. So now Chloe walks over to Jody, Amy Adams, and she's explaining, hey, we need your help when it comes to this algebra. And Jody's response is, well, I thought Clark was your guy that does that. Why? <laughs> Wait. You were thinking the exact same thing as me, bro. He's a math whiz? What's the deal? Since when? I've been watching since episode one, and I can firmly tell you, he answered one math question. <laughs> Wait, has he really answered one math Yes, only one. And it was the one where, it was the episode where uh, Jonathan and Martha were trying to calculate the mortgage oh, and everything. Oh, it is and he co- And he comes in, he's like, oh, 10,000, blah, 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 like saying something off the top of his dome. And that was the only I'm time. I'm really going to have to look this up for the comic book relation. I just... I don't know if that was a thing or not. Well, no, they... But they keep pinpointing. That's two episodes now that they have mentioned that he is a math whiz. I that think, has to be some type of resemblance. I think they are make uh, paying homage to at least one because didn't one of the old Superman movies insinuate that he was basically super brain since he's Superman? Like, that was another thing he had. He could do quick math and stuff. No, I, you know what? I'm going to say yes, you're exactly right on that. We're going to have to go back to see a Superman movie. But when it comes to the show, that would make a lot of sense if that was the case. Yeah. Because it has to be a time. That's two episodes now. And by the way, I don't even know if that's a continuing theme. No. Not really. I feel like this is the second time. 
I mean, he has. Has he not mentioned maybe he's gonna tutor someone with math? He's gonna maybe? tutor Lana, but we all know Lana. <laughs> he's can lying. Be, Lana can be tutored in any subject <laughs> at this point. Yeah, he'll help out with anything. So now we get to the green slop. Yeah. Can you explain to me while this, while Amy Adams, Jody, we're back on the episode, is pouring the green slop out in front of Pete and Chloe? It's not glowy like the other times. But it looks disgusting. It looks so gross. And Pete even is... Pete is such a sweetheart. Oh my god. Is he the sweetest man alive? He actually is pretty nice in this episode. He's so great. I might have been too mean to him last week, bro. But yeah, we, that, this intro is something whoa, wait, else. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Are, you back, are you backtracking here? What? Are you backtracking? I'll give it to that Pete right apologizing? now. I'll give it to Pete right now. For this episode, but he doesn't have, you know, a whole hundreds of minutes for the whole season, okay? <laughs> hundreds of minutes? Yeah. Everybody gets one. Yeah. He's got his one for this one, okay? Joseph, I need you to explain to me why a bully now walks up to Jody in the hallway while she is drinking her green slop. His name is Dustin. <laughs> and we're talking shots fired here Bro, immediately. he immediately just bounces the ball and knocks her drink. It's all green, so it stains everywhere. Oh, yeah, with shakes and things like and that. And before, he called her a chubby chaser. Not even to her face, he did it to Pete. Like, he's like, oh, I didn't know you were a chubby chaser, Pete. Like, what? I'm standing right here, bro. Wait, wait. Is that... So what if Pete's a chubby chaser, right? Yeah. Also, yeah, this guy sucks. I have labeled him as Dustin the Douche in this episode. DD. Yeah, DD, bro. I and like that. And not the good one. There's no... He's not the good DD he's at all. He's not the good DD. There's, there's many things for DD. He's not the good one. Well, again, we've already talked about the alternate universe that DC and Marvel seem to have here. So <laughs> this is the DC's DD. And this is Dustin, who is making so many fat comments yeah. that I just feel bad for he Jody at this point. He drops three of them, three insults in one sentence, pretty much. And, and you know what? I You think someone as big would have thicker skin. Who the hell says that? <laughs> and Chloe comes with the clap back and then Pete... Shut up, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. You need to take that back. You need to take that back right now. You're not. It's just my guy for this scene, okay? All right. He pegs Dustin, though, with the ball. Bro, that was assault. That, you know what, though? He deserved it. Where, no, by the way, yeah. notice how nobody in this school <laughs> no. turns around. Nobody acknowledges. In the real world, this is a fight. This is somebody. somebody the people all the way in the back are looking at, bro. <laughs> hey, what? Whoa. Whoa. Well, did he just throw it at his face? Oh, and you're going to hear like, ooh, like all those all those oohs everywhere. Somebody saw in the real world. But in this scene, nobody sees in small. No though. one cares. I don't. These people right. are in their own freaking world. <laughs> so now Pete left it. Well, we're back from or we're back home with Jody, the Melville house. And she is now just in a hurry making the grossest shake once again. And arguing to her dad about how, oh, I'm going to Lana's party. I need to lose weight. So clearly a big theme for this episode is health and self-consciousness, probably. I just want to know if she loses weight, how does her hair become better? Because her hair right now is just disgusting. <laughs> I think maybe if Jody were to actually keep herself up, I think maybe Jody becomes a good-looking woman. Regardless of weight. Okay. Because to your point... It's all in the face. Well, maybe if she didn't dress like she was 95 years old with that purple sweater. Like everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
It's it's a Smallville thing. Okay, there's yeah, a lot maybe of Smallville it's, it's the town. I don't know, but yeah, no, no. Keep it paused here because I want to go over a few things here. First off, what, she, she mentioned said that if she eats a grape, then she's gonna gain weight. Do you want to talk about that? That she keeps in line. <laughs> sure, but she's obviously she. They mentioned they mentioned mom several times in this episode, and that's the first time she does that. Oh, mom was in fat, so um, I need to not be fat like mom. So she's trying to be like her mom a lot in this episode. I have a question. It's not to be. And it's kind of a spoiler alert here. But maybe you can help me out because it's also, I think, in this background here. So that's why I'm also bringing it up. Yeah. Is that a picture of her mom or is that a picture of her when she's with her dad? Is her – and it's a – obviously, it's a picture of Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. But she keeps looking at it. And to your point, she keeps talking about her mom in a way. Is that a picture of her mom? Look, is this a theory now? This is one of the because theories. I took it as that's her dad. That's, it's just been her and him for like a while. But you but also she, have to think about Joseph. She doesn't look that like photo that. is old. Yeah, she doesn't look like that, no, she and she's fourteen. So <laughs> we're once again we're going back to that's a picture of her mom. So is it? Should it be confirmed that? I don't know if it's confirmed wanna, that it's a picture I wanna of her mom. I want to see it. And you know what? We'll continue it with the episode because it's later on where you can see it. Because I just see Amy Adams. You know, of course, you're gonna. Assume, oh, hey, that's her, Jody, the daughter. Purse girl. And, yeah, purse girl. And so, yeah, now she's drinking the shake. She's in the restroom now, and she is starting to just look at herself once again on the scale. I'm sure this is part of her regular schedule all the time, being this self-conscious. And so this, I don't know, this was kind of funny to me. Like, I know. <laughs> 168. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going, dude. But, like, yeah, 168. This was an alien she, scene. Yeah. Uh, kind of, yeah. This was a weird alien scene. I thought something was truly going to burst out of her tummy. That would have been crazy. Uh, that like, would have been crazy. Smallville, we're so, about yeah, to cross more lines. She's looking at herself. She's noticing she is losing weight as she, in real time, and staring at herself. And, look, she stepped off the scale, bro. This is why it's funny to me. She stepped off the scale. She goes back on, why is it still on the same number, but also decreasing? I know she's losing weight at the same time, but it already showed she's losing Well, weight. hold on, Joseph. It's because that scale is so old that it froze the weight yeah, but- until she was able to get back on. There was a time frame. The time frame was 30 seconds. Dude. Before it shuts off. And, and, and yeah, she's, tr- she's just super shocked now. And she's staring at herself like, oh, my God, I just lost, like, 30 pounds, 30, 40 pounds. And so, wow, this is crazy. She's probably thinking, oh, man, this is the life or whatever. And now we're at the intro song, of course. So we got time to dissect what we've just watched. And this is where I'm going to throw another thing out to you because she just lost about 30 pounds just like that. Yep. Why would she want to keep going? Because she ain't, she, if you notice, she's still not like without the makeup because the makeup is a clear sign uh, of the, just, the, the fat suit or whatever you want to call it. I just don't know why she would keep going. And that's what's right. Because she doing. did drop, what was it, like one 125? She's at 138. Was that what it was? Yeah, it's about what I weigh. Yeah, that is what I weigh. <laughs> See? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, what, are we fat? Is that what we're saying? Maybe, Should we be well, at least for women, I guess back then, I don't know. Maybe that was fat, but also, dude, I hate. I don't like the makeup at all. I like. Oh, the make the I, fat suit. It's just, It's. I don't believe it. Like, there's obviously you're well, not. Well, no, fat, no, no. I know? think you just hate fat people. No, 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 I no, 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 no. That <laughs> is what you're wanting to say, right? Nah, now. bro. 
I got you're against fat people. Whoa. Dude. I don't know if I can do this anymore. I got fat friends, bro. Whoa, whoa. I got fat friends, dude. No. No discriminate. Okay. Jeez. All right. But, but yeah, anyways, come on. Well, the makeup is terrible. It, it just it bothers me whenever I see around the nose. It's around the nose area where in the face, the face makeup just looks so bad where the, 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 the neck, it looks disgusting. Like, whatever those cosmetics, whatever they're using, I was like, I hope that was the last day I'll use that. That wasn't the last day. <laughs> Obviously, there was multiple days that they used this here. Yeah, I don't know, man. Someone needed to get their pay decreased or something. Like, no, we need to get their pay decreased. Why not just put the fat suit in a little bit of the chin, man? Like, I wish they would have made her fatter. Yeah. I, I, that's really We should have some nutty professor type thing going on. She should have been huge. And. They insinuate, even with Dustin's comment, not like, let's go back to that, because you want to, like, dissect what we saw. I want to dissect that she's not that fat. She isn't. She, she wasn't at all. supposed to believe that she is huge, but she doesn't weigh even close to 200. Yeah, she was, yeah, she wasn't even bad at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thrown off by it. Now, after the intro, <laughs> best intro of all time, we are on <laughs> Lex, where Lex is now, uh, this is a doctor, correct? Yeah, he's a, I would call him, I guess, a physician. And so he's just randomly there, just trying to help Lex stay healthy, where Lex is now questioning whether or not he can get sick at all. It This seems like Lex is now questioning his mortality. Yeah. Where last week it was Clark trying to reject his immortality, Lex is now, I think in a way, hoping mm-hmm. that he has something in him. Oh, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Because you already know Lex in history, it's like, yeah, he hates what Superman can do because he's a threat, but he would always want that. Like, why wouldn't you want that? And the brilliant part about this scene is it's truly Lex wanting to get more answers, but the issue is you figure out that everybody just blames the Lex plan, the, yeah. the Luther plan. Yeah. yeah. Everybody is just blaming that for all the issues. So what Lex is curious about in this episode, which is kind of interesting, is the people that are not blaming him. Mm -hmm. He then seeks those people out because it's, I don't don't know, it's more like not, I'm not getting the blame from them, but he also wants to use them at the same time. Dude, there's always an agenda with Lex, dude. That's what makes him so great. Like this man's really thinking two steps ahead. He's thinking of alternatives, oh hey, I could not know this, but maybe I should. And maybe I shouldn't get close to these type of people, but you know what? I'm going to. Yeah, because he's showing a lot of weird interest in this episode, dude. Did you catch it? It's like, why are you interested in that, Lex? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing over there, bro? Hey, show me what you're doing, bro. (laughs) What do you got in your pocket? You silly silly little goose. (laughs) Yeah, you want to talk about this? Yes, because, okay. All right. I'm so into this episode because I love the Lana and Clark scene. It's really great, bro. I am so into it. And you know what I hate about the intro? I could care less about Fat Girl. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I get the entire intro of Lana and Clark going through their studying and them going <laughs> through their algebra? I would have been all about watching that over Fat Girl panicking that she drank kryptonite. <laughs> I know they're showing it, but I still don't believe he's a math whiz. <laughs> I know they're showing it right now they're that he's clearly tutoring her. Lana. He's teaching Lana. And also, it's like, I know Aunt Nell's kind of been there a little bit, but I feel like 
has she been really overbearing a lot? I mean, I know Lana's kind of had her rough ties with Nell, but is Nell maybe trying to make up for what's been happening? Like, really? Oh, I gotta plan the best party for Lana. She's right. the little princess. You want do all my own spinning here yeah. about Nell? Nell's been disappointing me. Mm -hmm. Nell and a lot of these parents besides Martha. Martha, true OG. Yeah. But when it comes to Nell, I don't. What I'm getting the vibe of, Nell is trying to live out her younger years in Lana. Yeah. Nell is trying to. It, she is the father of the high school football. She is the Friday Night Lights <laughs> parent. Okay. Where they are using their child in order to go through their success all over again. Right. It's just living in the past where Lana obviously has no type of interest, which is why she's talking about her damn birthday party. You would think you would be freaking excited, and yet she's not. And it's because mm -hmm. Nell is just planning the party around how Nell wants the yeah. party to be. It's like her party, basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. And so, yeah. It's a nice scene. They're, dude, they're, they're scenes together every time. Conversation, everything. I love it. All right, so I, I, I love this scene oh, so do much. Because I love it. Guess who pulls up outside when they're walking out together? Like, the audacity, bro, to ruin the scene like that. This oh. man, Whitney, coming oh. in here. Oh, Lana, guess what? The scout's coming to see me, Kansas State. Shut up! No one asked you to be here. Hold on. Nah. Alright. I don't like him. You know how I feel. And he has his letterman back. I'm even more pissed. Okay. So, I'm going to defend Whitney here. I'm going to defend him. I know. I know. Clark is in the wrong right now. Why is Clark around during this moment? Clark yeah. should immediately... Okay. The moment Whitney pulled up in his car... And here's the thing. Clark is overdoing his time with Lana. Mm -hmm. And this is what I mean about kind of playing it smart. And Clark is overdoing it because I just go back to the cockiness because yeah. it feels like he's invincible in ways. But this is where Lana's boyfriend is coming up to her, explaining that he just got a great scholarship opportunity to go to a big-time college. Clark should immediately go. Clark, <laughs> go. You're done. We're done with the night. We're done with the morning. Yep. I'll see you at school. Mm -hmm. Clark then sticks around. It's like congratulations. Whitney looks at him. He's like, don't even look at me again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I love. I kind of really love. I was like, okay, dick. But also, Clark, why are you still? There? Why are you still, why are you still here? standing? Why are you still here? Like even giving the awkward smile. Like, bro, as soon as he pulled up, I would have said. Oh, okay, Lana, I'll see you later. Maybe to hi to Whitney. But also, why is he even saying congratulations? Well, and so what he does to himself even then, he watches them kiss and congratulate. And it's like, why are you watching them, Clark? Clark, leave the freaking property. Bro, it's, you remember what Martha said? Hey, close your eyes, idiot. <laughs> you know what? Thank you for bringing Episode up Martha. four, bro. We told you two episodes ago. Oh, actually three now. Martha is so brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. That just really great, but also really shitty scene that just happened. Now we have them but back at the school. you blame Clark in a way. I get what I he's, hate, I he's hate a Clark douchebag. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hate, I hate, I hate him. I but, hate him for it. I hate him for it. Yes, because you're causing yourself pain. He was not my Superman in that moment. Yeah. You're making yourself weak. Henry wouldn't have done that. Henry would not have done that. You know why? Because Henry would have looked at... Oh, my... I mean, Henry, Henry went with Jody, dude. 
If somebody <laughs> were to have kissed a woman if Henry was talking to her in front of him, Henry would immediately stab them in the throat. He, yeah, he would, yeah. He's, he's a classy something. man like that. Maybe a classic punch in the then, chest. That person would fall over dead, and then he would continue his conversation with the woman as she's panicking. That's right. And he wouldn't understand why she's panicking. Or maybe are we maybe sliding too much into Geralt right now? Maybe no, I just want to go high. back to. Can we go back to Harry? I just want to go back to him. He's my he's my serial killer. Harry was nice, man. All right, so uh, after that crazy scene, we got Clark and the the what well, the Scooby Doo gang here. Scooby Doo gang. <laughs> half of them. We, yeah, half of them. We got them back at school, and they're noticing that Jody looks crazy different, and Pete is kind of. In awe? Is that how you took this? Because I felt it was too awkward to be in awe. It was more like maybe kind of grossed out how shocking it is. All right, so I have a confession, too. What? I love this scene with Pete. Because he's just so tongue-tied and everything? Yes, and it's because it's – and this is also my point to you. Pete loves the way she looks. Yeah. After the first weight loss, it's – what does she even care about? The boy is speechless with her. That's true. Like, it's it's insane where now you have Clark, the other little boy, who's nudging him along. Yeah. I'm like, hey. I love Clark's help there. And so do I, which yeah. is why I think this is an adorable scene because mm -hmm. she asked him to launch his party. Pete's so tongue-tied where I love the little bump. He'd love to. Oh, yeah. It's such a sweet moment, but that's also what I have a problem with Jody. Jody is never satisfied with the way she looks, where she has a great guy that's already paid attention to her. <laughs> and I, that's true. And I love this part, too. Chloe is, like, <laughs> talking to Pete. It's like, I don't get it. And Pete's just like, women dig me. What's the deal? It's like, bro, you didn't even say anything. God, you wussed out there. But still, Clark saved him, obviously. All saved there. And, of course, Superman um, saves the day. Superman saved the Too day. Too bad he can't save himself. <laughs> Somebody save me. Somebody save Somebody me. Somebody save me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I do agree. All in all, I do like that scene. It is nice. It's, it's a nice little adorable yeah. moment. And it even goes back to your point. Why even Why even drink more smoothie? Pete, it, Pete loves you. Pete's already into Pete loves you. you. Pete's already there. You got a boy wrapped around your finger. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the point? And also, you were into Pete. That's true. So from the get go, you already got the guy that you wanted from I, the get go. And um, I do want to also state that we finally get Clark in the solid blue jacket in this episode. All right, probably the first of many. Can we now go over this next scene mm. here, where we are now showing up at the Kent's house, where Lana then walks through the door and she is dropping off her produce list. All right, because that is what you do with the Kent farm. That's all the Kents do. And that's all I do. And Martha even makes the comment, though, saying, oh, well, you could have just called. <laughs> I love that. Because are we going to count this as an unannounced visit? Yes. Even though she knocked? I'm going to count it. You have to count it because Martha said you ha you could have called. Where's the list, dude? Uh, the list is somewhere around here. Don't worry. I'll find it. Okay. But we got to count these. We're going to count this one. And uh, what I love about this scene, you're trying to tell me right now. So all the kids drive. We've already established this. Yep, every kid. Where Clark is now pulling up, walking in with the produce, bragging <laughs> about him putting down a fence in the yard or in the farm, whatever. Right in Jonathan's face. It, right in Jonathan's <laughs> face. And then he turns around and is like, oh, Lana, you were standing there? He might as well have been lifting a 50-pound weight and then said, oh, I didn't know. I didn't you see was... there, like that Anchorman, the scene. Anchorman <laughs> scene. Oh, 
Oh, just catching a quick workout. Even Lana's response. Very impressive that you were able to hammer it through. I used a sledgehammer. But see, yeah. Are I you mean, bragging even more I mean, right was, now? Well, I mean, yeah, I get what you mean, but clearly he's not trying to brag He has x-ray vision. He would have saw the car. What other excuse are you going to try to give him? <laughs> he had a sledgehammer, bro. He had his shirt off. He was sweating. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> my body was glistening in the sun. You should have seen it, Lana. Oh, oh, Lana, you're there. I was talking to yeah. my mother. Have you seen the sun? Yeah. What it does 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 uh, to my skin? I was talking to my mother about my sweat. I'm sorry. <laughs> the sun treats my skin so well. Now Lana is explaining to Clark about how she's truly not wanting to be around Aunt Nell because it's truly turning into her type of party. Yeah. Clark is now, well, what about Whitney? Well, Whitney's going to be gone. He's going to be doing the Kansas State thing. Yep. So now Clark is asking to pretty much be the escort for Saturday night. Date. Number two, I can't believe what you got I love, another date. What I love is her face. Her face had the response of, I have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, I gotta leave. I gotta leave. <laughs> what did he just ask? What did he just <laughs> like about to pass out, bro. It's like on the way. Bro, <laughs> dude, I love I love Martha just eavesdropping, just being oh, a mom, mom, dude, just being a mom scene, man. She's like, God, my son sucks at this. No, she's. This is a fourteen. Okay, I will boy. say she's absolutely saying my son sucks at this, but I would say probably like, okay, Clark, you can do better. You're my son, you can do better. But he came up with a reasoning, so because Lana's uncomfortable, that Clark would be there to protect her as that savior. Which, by the way. She said that's why she was attracted to Whitney because she is he is always there whenever she needs him most. Yeah. She even turns around and this this is why the scene kind of breaks me. She even turns around and she says, "You have to promise me you're going to be there this time." And he says, "I <sighs> promise." I immediately wrote down, "Well, Clark's not going to be there." Yeah, he has. I immediately wrote bullshit. down saying, "BS." <laughs> yeah, BS, sir. I'm going to call that one. And and now Mom Martha is just, you know, she has a boyfriend, right? Every time. Every and what time. does Clark say? For some reason, it just doesn't work. Martha, just Martha's okay. It was like, it's okay. Because we're just friends, Joseph. Oh, my God. So stupid. What I love, though, is that Martha gives the classic thing, which is also a very big theme in this episode. What is Clark going to get her for her birthday? What is the gift? I was... Dude, yeah, we got to talk about that eventually, because as it gets closer to it, I mean, I'm sure you assumed at the point what you knew you were going to get her. No, I didn't. Really? I had no idea what he was going to get Oh, her. okay. All right, so yeah. after that, obviously Martha preaching to her son. Clark kind of saving the day again. Uh, we have back at the Melville house, Dad and Jody. Uh, Jody is now, I guess, announcing the news she has a date for Lana's party. And so, of course, Dad's proud. He's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Dad's proud? Dad's I like worried Dad. about the weight, by yeah. the way. That's all he's controlling. He's I, like, I'm so happy for you, girl. What? Why are you drinking that okay, crap? Okay, so is it kind of glowing now, though? That's what I mean. Is it kind of glowing now? That's what I mean. It wasn't glowing before, and now it is. Is it because it touches the lips? It's so good? Yeah. Is that uh, the real? Is that... It's like activating. Like, oh, my God. But, <laughs> Just yeah. Just another sip. <laughs> I have no complaints with Dad, dude. I, I actually really like him in the set, but he has no complaints for me. Like, I'm like... Very supportive of his daughter Yeah, I was here. like, this is a great relationship to establish. He's just really concerned about the weight, because he notices that. And, bro, now, what are we at now? Uh, we're at 112, and now we look like normal Amy Adams, and she's now finally getting the side effects of this smoothie. Which she she stabbed her, she shot herself in the foot. 
And it's because, like what we talked about, she already had the date. She didn't need to drink the smoothie again. So the fact now that she has the smoothie now is making her become the most uncontrollable, rage-eating monster, which, Joseph, I'm going to admit to you something. The scene makes me uncomfortable. The yeah. whole overeating thing. Yeah, I, I don't just, think you like that, bro. I don't, I don't like this scene. It just grosses me out. I just, it's not, I don't This one's not that bad. I, it's just like, when I'm no, looking at like it, like, man, what are you eating? Like, it's like the shoving in the face. Just like an elf whenever Will Ferrell makes all that concoction and then eats it in the spaghetti. I literally want to throw up every time. I just, oh, okay, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's how I look at this scene. I just feel like I, ugh. I kind of want to relate back to how maybe kryptonite is making people horny. She well, is now horngry because look how horngry, horngry, bro. Yeah, we need to pause it because we have some things to talk about. She is aggressively eating this food. Unnecessarily, I might add. I mean, you can lay out all the food and eat it as fast as you want, but why are we uh, ripping shit and and then you angrily throw the smoothie on the wall like, oh, why'd you do that to me, smoothie? You know why? It's be You know what? I'm actually going to agree with you on that point there at the end because she did it. Yeah. So why are you blaming the smoothie? <laughs> I was like, why did you, you throw knew, that? Because you knew what the smoothie would do. Mm -hmm. And you just assumed that it would be so hunky-dory with big, everything. Also, big middle finger to dad. He just left out of town, got to go on a business trip. He's like, I hope you're okay. Be safe. Be responsible. Yeah, do you? And, oh, let me throw this gigantic green smoothie all over the wall. There you go, dad. Clean that when you get back. <laughs> Dude, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Jody, clean that up. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Jody, clean that up. No, you she, know she's a good girl. Oh, she's thin now. She's the boss. No, <laughs> no, she cleaned that up. I don't believe that she cleaned it up. All right, but yeah. Anyways, what I love is the next scene because you know what I feel like? Church's chicken. Oh, don't yeah. you love some good product placement? Where it just shows me the church's chicken. That's right. Because that's what cures every remedy. Shout out the honey biscuits. <laughs> Is that, is that a person? No, 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 no. That's the food they have. Oh, I thought that was a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually this waitress I know at uh, Church's Chicken. The beanery. <laughs> the beanery. Damn. It's not Zoe, I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Harry already got her. <laughs> right, let's talk about that deer on this road. Are you talking about what they spent the entire special effects money on? <laughs> was that deer? Bro, I said the same thing, or at least I thought the same thing. <laughs> we have Jody freaking out. She's obviously just eating, 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 driving in the crazy rain because obviously ate all the food at her house. So she hits a deer on her way and she's like, oh wow, that deer looked good. Uh, This deer looked good. It looked real good dead like this. And so my stomach starts growling and now, what happens here, Taylor? Can I be honest with you? I love what happens. Anaconda, bro? She an anaconda mouth, bro. See, and maybe it's because I've been watching. So, I've been watching a lot of Witcher. Obviously, season two just came out. I hate to tie in shows. But the first episode of season two had a woman like that where it was her mouth just opening so wide where she's swallowing and eating the people. Yeah. Same thing with where I even thought of, like, the mummy during this time where the mummy screams, where their mouths open out. I just, I loved it because I was not expecting it. Mm -hmm. And it also showed the evilness. The only thing I don't get is the actual ability. It's a very weird thing because why? How does it work? Yeah, because you know later, of course, just a little spoiler here, it's going to be known as 
I guess, absorbing fat. It's eating the so, fat of somebody, but how does her mouth open so wide? Yeah, and why does it? Because if you're, like, sucking it out, or are they eating it? Because... But that's what I mean They by, don't say there's... Eat, no one's eating anything. But that's what I mean by the mummy comparison. You ever see the first mummy? Yeah, of course. All right, so you know where the guys open up the box, mm -hmm. and then he comes out, and then he sucks them out with opening his mouth? Yeah. That's what I feel like this is. Okay. Except... She's sucking the fat out of him. I just, that's what I envision. It's just going back to what I had a problem with, with Cool, with, I don't think Hothead had the problem with. Well, my main problem with Cool is we don't know the limitations and the hungerness. Yeah. We don't know, or the horn-ger. Horngry, bro. Horngry. Horngry, dude. That's, that's a real thing. Search that, search that up, bro. I don't want to search that up. Search it up. I don't want to. Search it up. I promise you, it's a real thing. Can we please get back to Peeping Tom? Right. Yeah, we're going to pause it real quick because first off, we need to be talking about this music. The music is great in this episode. We have fuel playing right now. It we was, have fuel playing. It was okay for me overall. Even the first song when Jody's first in the restroom scaling herself, they're playing Ditto. There's I don't Ditto. Know. No, no, I, I know you ditto. know about Ditto, bro. I put bro. Ditto in my notes. Don't worry. Classic. I have a Ditto exclamation point. I was like, wow. Um, of course, very well known as the sample for Stan for Eminem, dude. Mm -hmm. And that is just so pleasant. Anyway, yeah, we have fuel. So that's what if was... they played that during when she was driving and having in the, the Turkish chicken in the rain? and then eating the deer. Could you imagine? Just drank a fifth of vodka, dare me to drive? Oh <laughs> my god. Oh, let's do it. Dad's out of town, I just dr drank the fifth of vodka. We need them to remaster the episodes in how we need to put in these extra tickets. Because <laughs> they would be amazing. It'd be like the office on Peacock like with the extended all cut. All over the place. It'd be all over the place. <laughs> my god. Okay, so yeah, we have Peeping Tom, a.k.a. Clark, spying through his telescope. On Lana's house, of course, and what does he see? What was the last thing he saw with Lana before uh, his own house? Oh, it was her and Whitney making out. What does he go back to? He's spying on them. HD zoom mode when they're hugging and snugging, as Hermione would say. All right, I just want to say this, though. I love Clark's reaction because it's truly this. Shit, he got her a book. <laughs> My oh, man felt defeated. The world ends. He was like, he like even focused. Like, damn it, is that a book? Yeah, he looks up. He goes, uh, what? Is uh, that a book? Damn red it. Book? Uh, I don't read. I just, ah, uh, why didn't I think of that? This is why math. he's only the math. I know math. I don't know books. <laughs> I had a book earlier. I'm such an idiot. God, that's a good point. I love that. I just, <laughs> and I love Chloe's call out. Nice jab. Whoa! <laughs> I talked last episode saying, Chloe, you're the bro. You were mm. setting them up, having them come into your office yeah. during the school hours. Mm -hmm. You were playing that wingman opportunity. And now you're coming in, and I'm sorry to say this, but you're busting his balls. You came in here truly saying, you, you peeping? And Clark, by the way, Clark looks like he just got caught masturbating. His reaction. I mean, bro, that is weird. His reaction, though, was, why didn't you knock? Since when do we knock? <laughs> unannounced visit, once again. That isn't an announce. You can That's call two. It. That's two. That's two, right? We have two. All right, we got two. So, yeah, Um, honestly, that's twice she's been told that this episode. No, 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 sorry. First one was Lana. First one was Lana. First one was Lana. Damn. 
That would have been funny. <laughs> you got hit twice. Why aren't you not? She's a reporter, though, so I let it go. That is true. I always give her that excuse every single time. That's a fair excuse, too. So, yeah, busting balls, busting chops. He gets mad. He's got caught visually masturbating, whatever you want to call really it. really did. Yeah. And so now Chloe's asking for a favor. Oh, hey, did you hear about what happened with this deer last night? Okay. And I know I just got done making fun of Clark the dummy here. But I'm actually on his side here. So when it comes to this scene and Chloe now coming over and explaining, hey, look what I found in the paper. A deer got run over last night. Okay. So? What? So? so? You know what that made me think of, though? When Michael Rosenbaum was talking about how I had so many great lines uh, saying it to Tom. And Tom's only line back was just like, huh? Yeah, so? <laughs> but... But really, no, I agree. Like, I, Who cares? And that's the thing, is that when it comes to this scene, and now Clark is just truly focused on Lana's birthday, yeah. and trying to find her the perfect gift, because, damn, he's competing with the book now. Oh my god. So, Chloe, coming in and introducing an article about a deer being ran over, mm-hmm. Clark is truly like, get out of my face, Velma. Velma did not explain her case here. And I was I was really disappointed because you gotta elaborate. Right. And another part she doesn't elaborate on. Just make it unique, but don't make uh, it what you got me last. Don't just don't make it as unique as what you got me last year. What the hell does that mean? What did he give her? What did he give her? Should we start a new theory, bro? Okay, I want. We need to figure out what he got her. But of course. They walk out because Chloe and him make a deal pretty much. Oh, let's go check out this deer, and I'll help you out with Lana's gift. Yes. And so they get over here to how the – okay, they go to – what is this, the the pet cemetery hospital? What is it, veterinary hospital? So apparently Clark is really close to them because his family owns a farm, and they are able to go into the animal control place where they pick up roadkill. And uh. Uh, Clark then walks into this place and says he has to use the bathroom. Chloe <laughs> says that's a great idea. That's a great Clark thing to do. Yeah. And then he carries his. Why does he have his backpack? Why uh, does he have his backpack like, in this scene? I don't get it. And he's practically carrying a purse. And this is also my other problem with this scene. Chloe goes. She tries to find a deer in which her article said that something happened that she won't explain. She goes, oh, the door's locked. Let me go find the maintenance guy. The maintenance guy's not going to give you the key, dumbass. <laughs> what, are you, what are you even it's talking about? like, hey, I about? can't open this door to this dead deer in this yeah. office. Hey, can you help me out of getting into this I'm place? I'm pretty sure his first response would be, do you work here? Yeah. Oh, uh, where's your badge, <laughs> yeah. kid? What are you doing? Yeah, this guy's got a backpack on. Yeah, shouldn't you be in school? <laughs> Get and the hell out. <laughs> of course she pulls out her $900 camera. Dude, and why does Clark say it looks like jerky? Is that me? Oh, so it's dried, so it's obviously looking... Yes, because it's all the fats out of it. So, by the way, it's probably good jerky. (laughs) All right, let's get into this next scene here. So, Lex has to do his research because the Torch is such a popular newspaper (laughs) that it has its own website that Chloe posts articles about 
And by the way, I read them on the screen. The one on the left is about a dating. Oh my god! I I was did always you know, having trouble dating until I did. You met... know whose story it was though? No, it was Pete's, dude. Shut that hell <laughs> up! It's his 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 date when Lana gave him the limo. Okay, somebody needs to. Everybody that is listening to this podcast. You need to stop it on Lex's screen with the computer and read the article if that is for Pete. That is amazing. Yeah, no, because Pete is the sweetest man alive. <laughs> He's a sweetheart. You're going to hell for talking shit about that man. Uh, even the coaches, dude. I'm not going alone, bro. So You're it's okay. going to hell. I'm not going alone. But yeah, it is Pete's story. It says story by Pete Ross, but obviously wrote by Chloe because she's Torch. She clearly asked her friend, like, hey, give me a story to write about. And bro, what a that's great. That and, is awesome. And what's funny about this and the reason why Lex is looking up this, even though I found it very weird that they still have a website with the torch and it says in the top right corner high school. Yeah. Lex is truly seeking out the people that believe other things. Yeah. It's like he's looking for UFO hunters. And he's seeing it like a constant thing with Chloe because wall of weird. And yes. all that. I mean, no, not everyone knows that. Okay, so once again, Dad's looking out for his yeah, daughter. Dad is looking out for Jody. It locked in the restroom. This is a big ass bathroom. What does she get the queen, the king bathroom too? Bro, my man's probably making bank. What does he do? Who knows? He has to go out of town for it. So hey, <laughs> he's making bank, bro. He's probably seeing a woman he just doesn't want to tell his daughter. Damn. And that's why he's being this nice. It's because she's about to be introduced to a new mom. What if she was fat? He doesn't care. That'd be cool. What if she was really skinny? And that's why he was nervous about her meeting her. Oh. Yeah. She's a real model. Damn. Yeah. So are we going to try to think about here these pictures of them? It has to be them, right? It's pictures of dad and daughter? Or do you think it's dad and mom? I think it's dad and mom. In that one photo. And the reason why, it's because Joseph... She's 14, right? Mm. She can't be that old in the photo because if she was that fat at 14, wouldn't she go to a summer camp that made you fat, not lose weight? Yeah. Fat camps where you gain weight? <laughs> Is that a thing? I have no idea, bro. We should look up that camp. Getting fat, getting fattened up, bro? Chubby Chaser Camp. Hey, yo. I wouldn't want to go there. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good, Taylor. Camp sounds messy. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We have this next scene back at school, Smallville High. Lex is inside the torch looking at the wall of weird. And again, it's going back to the alternative motive. Where you think it's weird that a 21-year-old would go and hang out in a high school where Clark even makes that joke. Saying usually people are wanting to leave this place, not come back to it. Mm -hmm. Where Lex is just intrigued because, again, it's talking about Lex's himself where it's him trying to discover not Clark, but if he's able to do things. Yeah. So it's the wall of weird that kind of makes him believe, well, things in this town are truly possible, especially when the meteors came down. I was a part of that experience where even now he's telling Clark the story of how he became bald during this time. And you would think I would make fun of something like this, but I can't. Mm -hmm. Because he then explains that it's something that made him stronger because people would make fun of him for it, believing that he was always sick, leukemia, something was just weird about him. 
But Lex now thinks that he truly is something special, oh, yeah. like a godlike figure, mm-hmm. which is what he saw in the last episode with the vision with Cassandra. Yep. Well, he didn't see anything. Well, I I still believe he saw something. Mm. Lex saw something. I'm going back to the I mean, time. I he saw between... her die. Exactly. <laughs> and it's interesting where now Chloe comes in because Chloe then makes the comment, or Clark and them do, where it's the tie-in of how Lex believes that somebody else thinks that other things are the problems besides the Luthers. Mm-hmm. And Clark then mentions the crazy man. Crazy man Hamilton. <laughs> who was caught selling fake meteor meteors? Like, I mean, I meteor was, chips. Uh, meteor chip, meteor chips is what he says. That's what he says. And he gets caught selling those fake, and so nobody would ever believe him. Lex, haha, kooky man. But hey, Chloe, you ever need a summer job? Why don't you hit me up? I can whisper things to you if you want. Yeah, and then he says, "Hey, Clark, I heard you snagged the birthday girl. Good job. Yeah, see he, you tomorrow." He might as well giving him a wink, bro. He just like. Why is he so smooth? He was having such a deep conversation with Clark, and that man just switched it up so hard. He was like, all right. And yeah. so you never know um, if it's real or not, yeah. which is why we've talked about it since the first episode. You never know what side Lex is going to turn mm-hmm. to. Now into the next scene where Jody is now at her locker. Pete runs up to her. Hey, I didn't see you in class. What the hell is going on? Jody is saying, I just haven't been feeling well. Pete, the sweetest man alive. It's okay if you don't feel well. You don't have to feel worried if you can't go. I'm not going to put any type of pressure on you. Yeah. Jody is then thinking he's such a sweetheart, but she could never miss it for the world. Her stomach cramps get so bad, she starts crying up against the wall. Or now, who comes in? This guy still shits on her, too, man. <laughs> Dustin the douche, bro. He's at the staircase just like, Dude. oh, look at her just cramping over there. I'm about to shit on her good. And now... All Jody realizes in the scene with her tummy is that Dee Dee truly has a pervertedness where now she's going to be able to take advantage of it. So what she tells Dustin is, hey, do you like what you see? Why don't you follow me and then I can show you more? Girl ever tell you that? Nah. Not in high school, freshman year, huh? Nah. Not freshman year. Not, fre- <laughs> Man, not no. even close, dude. Nobody told me that in years. <laughs> and so now we have this, uh, the field, the uh, uh, football fields, bleachers, and it's Lana and Clark. Cut to the next scene where I have my beautiful couple. Oh, my God. Where they God. are now talking about, hey, well, what are you doing there? Lana is reading her new first edition book. Yeah, wait. So what's the deal here? He just Did they plan to meet up here? Did... Did he just think of, oh, hey, Lana's probably at the bleacher right now. Okay, can I just say this? He has x-ray vision. At this point, he's just scoping her out. He looks at her through a telescope (laughs) on a daily basis when she's with Whitney. Obviously, he's watching her when she's by herself. Otherwise, he has a Whitney and thing crush where I don't want to go into that. But this scene is great because I love that shit, man. he now asks Lana, oh, about the gift. She explains how Whitney got her the book. It's always something that he wanted. It becomes awkward where now Clark wants to change the subject to her birthday, where then Lana's saying, I've just allowed Nell to take over. It's becoming mm-hmm. something else. And Clark, haven't you had a happy birthday? Yeah, I can't believe how anti-birthday you are. And... <laughs> 
It's a very nice scene because now she's explaining how her favorite moment, her favorite birthday, was when she was younger and she went to the drive-in drive movie theater. In. Mm -hmm. The drive-in with her parents where she was able to sit at the front seat like an adult. And that's why she loved it and remembered it. Mm -hmm. And even like her face afterward that she says that she's like, wow, I just kind of just spoke a whole story about like one of my deepest and favorite moments. To your point, though, and... it goes back to the other thing I was saying earlier. Tom's reaction. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story. Cool. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They don't see. They don't see them. Okay, Lana Clark, doesn't see them. Clark turned around three seconds too late, <laughs> Joseph. So he wasn't able to see Jody and the douchebag Dustin, Dee Dee, sneaking, sneaking off to where? Uh, when you first saw this. Dog. When you first saw this, I want to know what did you write down and where did you say they were? Um, I didn't actually write down anything. I was like, what? I just asked in my head where on earth could they be because i saw them go inside the bleachers and i'm sure you've been to a football stadium taylor when you go inside the bleachers there it's either a locker room or you're going to concession stands by the way i didn't know what it was called i put in my notes why do they go to the titanic where the guys are <laughs> shoveling coal i didn't know they what it was the, called they they are they room? Are they shooting in the same set? That's what I immediately thought is where are we in this scene? And the fact that Horngree Horngree <laughs> uses it against him. Where I will say this is probably the best moment for me and Amy Adams because this is really psychotic. She went really dark on this. this. Took a very weird turn. This, uh, this is what happens when dad leaves town for work. <laughs> Joseph, this, I go, all right. Because the whole episode, I, I always look for Amy Adams. She's such a great Making actress. Making wish, wish I was dead, bro. I love Amy Adams so much and all the movies she's been in that I was looking for her moment where I go, what did she sell people on? When she starts smiling, remember when you call me names? <laughs> Dude. Remember when you would make fun of me? His face immediately changes. And, um, hey, mine would have been, I'm getting out of here. It, she, to what you just said, she goes, I wanted to go home and kill mm. myself because of you. Like, what the hell? Where now there, she bro. pounces on his ass, killing DD. Killer li liposuction jaw power and... She is obviously going to town on this man. Clark using his x-ray vision because he heard something. We just found out this is the boiler room. He kicked down the door. Bro, a boiler room beneath bleachers? A boiler room. This is the set of Titanic. Yeah. This is. They need the guys in the back shoveling the coal. This is uh, Inspirited Away, bro, when they got those dudes in the I back just, shoving them that coal. I just wanted to pause it real quick here before we get to our commercial break. Joseph, the woman that's turning that has short blonde hair. That's not Amy Adams. That's turning that wheel inside of the boiler room with Clark. It's her mom. I don't know who the <laughs> hell that is, but I I haven't put in my notes. 
What is it, Amy Adams too good to like, turn a hey, damn wheel? Who that? <laughs> she, she didn't get paid for that uh <laughs> that two seconds? She immediately goes, I'm not turning that. Look at that fake steam that he just pulled away with his raw power. Yeah, it was great. And now who comes up behind he him? Swings on him. Why does he swing on him too? Because DD now looks like bones. He looks like that he's just had all the juice sucked out of him. We've talked about it. She looks like Is the, he dead? No, they said that he's in the hospital, and they're oh, just going to beat him fat. He's in the hospital, he's all right. He's fine. Somehow, Dee Dee dies, or Dee Dee survives. After all the people that have died, Dustin is the one that survives. <laughs> are we Are we kidding? Are you kidding me? Oh, no, dude. I feel like, you know, we've killed on the show before already. Just just kill this guy. That's go ahead. A, cross the line. Could have done it. Just go ahead. Oh, that's what they keep calling her. The hint of the name that Chloe even says is the lipo vamp or lipo vampire. Yeah, the vamp, the fat, the vampire. fat vampire. Yeah, fat sucking. So she, they do say something. We'll see it. But they say it twice. Yeah, I think they so. They make the fat vampire reference twice now. I just, I don't understand. I wish they would have shown what she's doing in the scene with the fatness. Because it yeah. looks like she's biting them, but yet there's no bite mark. They call her the vampire, but yet we have no teeth. We have nothing mm -hmm. to show anything. I just show me the mummy scene. And it go yeah, and it goes back even to Sean on Cool when we didn't know how long this whole sucking human fat is lasting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't know how long the deer. And then the the human clearly it's what you would think it would be a lot versus and that goes back to another point you just made there, or ties into something. She's eating regular food. Yeah. Why would she be eating regular food if animals are giving her a bigger like filling? I'm not. I don't understand. And to your point, they're not explaining the power like they were with cool. It's the same exact concept. You got to give me limits. You gotta give me some yeah, type of limitation. What's going on? We need some borders. Yes. We need some borders. But and there's uh, none. Yeah. And so as we get back here in the next scene, we have Lex pulling up to a place of Hamilton residence. And did you not think it was Emil Hamilton? Because I thought it was Emil Hamilton. I. Did. I was like, did they switch actors later? Because I didn't know what he was doing here in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to visit the crazy kook guy, and that this guy would actually be a crazy kook. But instead. No. Thought it was a meal, but it's not. And Spoiler alert there. This man is actually a scientist or meteorologist mm -hmm. who Lex even knows is a big deal because he was one of the guys who touched the Apollo landing, the moon rocks, mm -hmm. where he was able to study them. But that was a long time ago is what he states. But he's wondering why a Luther would be in his office looking at his rocks and all of a sudden become interested in something like this. It's weird, though. It's fair. It's fair, but I also just, I like his response, but I also kind of understand where you would need a guy like Luther. If you truly care about your research, what are you, what do you have to lose of trusting a guy like Lex if he's just going to be signing your checks? Sure. You're just giving him your research. That's all you're doing. What mm -hmm. are you losing? I'm missing something. You're getting paid for that research. You're getting the credit for that research. Yeah. Just got to give it to Lex. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you could have done it. You could have done it. Let's do it. I would have done it. <laughs> he's being, yeah, he's being very defensive, really. And, I mean, 
It's like why? Why why do we need to be defensive here? Like what what did the Luther do to you? They this is really also the first time that Lex has now become interested in and Chris he's got his own piece because yeah. he actually keeps his piece for a very long time. He does. Yes, he I do know that because he keeps it in time. the private uh, space behind and the bookshelf. And it even ties into how of course constant exposure because of Lex to the uh, from Kryptonite. Ooh, this scene. Oh. oh. Oh, uh, you ready, dude? <laughs> All right, so Lex just left Hamilton's place and left with the kryptonite rock. Now we're at Smallville High once again. Chloe and Clark walking up to uh, Jody. What is she mixing here? What is this? Uh, this some eating... type of alphabet soup with uh, fruity pebbles? She got SpaghettiOs, some sour straws, and some rolls, and probably some mac and cheese, some pudding in there. Classic high school, always serving milk, and, you know, drinking milk was just so normal for some reason. Oh, he's got to get that chocolate milk, though. Yeah, yeah, that shit was fire. Whenever it was sold out. Oh, God. Man. I know you got some in the back, lady. Give it to me. (laughs) Where's the fresh stock of chocolate milk? Janice. (laughs) What, you holding out? I know you got some in the back. What are you going to serve for Tuesday, then? (laughs) Monday. I'm going to the other line. Snack bar. I bet they got it. But anyways, yeah, she went heavy snack bar day today, bro. Heavy snack bar. I think it was only snack bar, like clearly snacks, because I don't see actual food on this plate. I see snacks. Why is Clark just staring at her, though? That would make any woman, any person feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know that she already has a weight issue, Clark. Come on, stop being so nosy all the damn time. Hey, but yo, I mean, Chloe's doing it too, but it's also like, she looks crazy. I have a question, though. If he has his x-ray vision... Would she have some type of glowiness on the inside of her? I wish. Well, she should. Well, yeah, I mean, it should she be like a... kryptonite or something, and it was bubbling like an alien in her tummy. Mm-hmm. She would have kryptonite in her belly. It should have been like x-ray, bro, it uh, sh- from episode x-ray. Yeah, it should have been something that shows in her body. Yeah, I totally agree. And I love, don't you love how he says, I gotta fly? I, um, yeah, I, I guess. The problem is he was just staring at I mean, him. that was the best part of the scene, Taylor. He okay. Was, no, it wasn't. Oh, no. really? Did you enjoy the eating? I enjoyed the fat vampire comment. Fun. Done. Cool. Now... Don't you love this? No, 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 no. I want, I want to understand, why is the party at Lex's house now? I've already told you. I had this theory about three episodes ago. So Nell is trying to hook up with Lex. No. Lex is hooking up with now. So, like, you think that's confirmed? That is confirmed. <sighs> that is so confirmed. Even when she was a young baby, she was hooking up with a young boy. You know who Lana, you know who Lana ran in on of Lex hooking up with in the pool? Whoa. That, yeah. Dude, you want to talk it about Nell? Yeah, and Aunt Nell just looked different. You want to talk about oh. some theories now, dude? <laughs> I Whoa. have confirmed and it was Nell been in low key with Lex the entire time, and the reason why they can't expose it it's because it's been that long to since Classic he was like an eighteen year old kid. Friends with benefits, dude. Why do you think Cougar? Jonathan, why do you think Jonathan looked like that in the flower shop in the first episode? It's because everybody knows how Nell is if you're a guy. Martha was like, "Yo, get away, Nell. Boom, get away, Nell." You want to know why Lana and her don't have a lot of common? Dude, she put out, bro. Lana doesn't. Yeah. Lana's sacred. And now I do love, though, how Lex makes the comments here towards, oh, I heard that your boyfriend was, or Lana makes a comment to him saying that, hey, 
he's off to Texas or Kansas State. I was gonna say Texas State. <laughs> Kansas State, dude. He was out there. Texas State, though. Shut up, Bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to Kansas State, and Lex goes, "Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. That was a weird comment to make. So oh. I have to ask you. Oh, I'm right. asking you. Right. Did he make the call? What do you mean? Did he make the call to Kansas State that got rid of another guy that they <laughs> wanted so to call? Clark, I would not put it past him. It's the greatest thing, which goes back to my original He's, theory. Dude, they're him up, and bro. Nell are together. You cannot tell me otherwise, which is also why he has an infatuation with Lana. Man, what a sneaky way to put that in there because I bet that's so real, bro. Your aunt told me. Boom. Damn. He says it right there. Damn. I like your new escort better, dude. He may have made the call, bro. Yeah, because when I was watching, he was like, why would he just know that? But then I, and now, so it could work one of two ways. He made the Hold call, on, he's hooking up with Nell, or both. It's both. That's what my point to you is. I think it's, it might be either or. No, it's both. He was in bed with Nell. Nell rolled over and told him. He then like, made the call. call. He made the call the moment Nell had said, oh, I have to go back. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> then he made the call dude yeah he for sure made that call you gotta try to by the way you gotta try to convince me and i need the audience to do this too convince me that now was not in the pool with lex when lana ran in at 10 years old bro i totally believe it convince me i believe it that's her bro why else would they be staying at their house yeah like the whole party's there now well, why has it been there no one no one said that no one's even acknowledging how it got switched to the Luther Mansion. It would make sense if this was Clark's party. Yeah. Like what I said about Clark saving his life. Nobody can question their friendship. Like, maybe that could have been Clark's gift, even. That would have made sense. Like, hey, Lex, what, can you do me a favor and host Lana's birthday party and make it really cool for her? I, it's, it's interesting, mm-hmm. and I also love it, though. I love it because it's finally what every man wants and that is the cougar florist slash welder wanting you oh man let's got it made bro he's had everything and they call him a troublemaker he's got a juvie for her (laughs) (laughs) bro damn lana saw this man naked and aunt nell and aunt nell same time same damn time back was turned hair was in a ponytail couldn't tell crazy he's like yeah we're going to the luther mansion we're just gonna hang out we're just gonna hang out lana go in the back over there <laughs> go see you later there's no other kids there bro there was no other person there no no, no. there's not no so, hey why don't you go watch tv by the way you're now gonna dive really deep into this yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we're digging deep now there's some trauma lana's been going through and we need to talk about it yeah right? and now we understand why <laughs> we understand we get it so now we are back. Let's get back to the episode here. Where we are on a classic Martha being the mom once again. Where Clark is nervous about his night. He's rocking the V-neck, bro. So this is now the second time that Chloe is going to be ruining Clark's night. <laughs> where he has a date with Lana lined up in order to be something, be that guy for her. Mm-hmm. And Chloe then comes into play. That then ruins it. So, at this point, 
And this is kind of my issue with Clark and him doing this right now. He is choosing Chloe now twice over Lana. He pisses me off. And you know you know what? I, I kind of defend Chloe in a way because how would you not think this guy's more interested in you? Yes. <laughs> yes. How would you not think he's more interested in you? I feel you, Chloe. Yes. When he goes for Lana, I'm pissed for you, bro. Because honestly, this man leans towards Chloe all the time. And you know what? Do you think? And this is why I give her the benefit. This is I, I hate Chloe because I think <laughs> she's smart. Like I think she's oh she's really, great. Yeah, that's what I yeah. mean. Is that I think she's too smart for everybody, which is why I call her Velma. But that's why I hate her for those type of scenes because Joseph. I'm now going to ask you for another theory. <laughs> Does she do this on purpose in order to test Clark? Of course. Of course. A high school woman saying, Always I'm going to go up to him, him saying, hey, something is going on with me. Can you help me instead of doing something important with the girl that you like? And I'm going to test it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree because I just know how Chloe is, bro. You know me. Know this shit. I know. I know what she's gonna be, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's doing it on purpose. I, I don't. Spoiler. She's doing it on purpose. I don't like this scene. This scene makes me uncomfortable because my boy Pete mm. is the sweetest man yeah, alive. He's gonna, he's gonna write about this one in the paper. <laughs> he probably is. Like, hey, she remember, kills that red dress. Remember two weeks ago? Yeah, this date sucked. <laughs> No limo. <laughs> no limo, first off. Girl knocks me out in her own house. She has stomach cramps, has to go back inside. What I love is her response, though. Because she's supposed to be the villain where her tummy is, or her kryptonite is saying, uh, you have to kill Pete. Mm -hmm. I want to eat Pete. And she even says, she runs away from Pete. You're, you've been too good to me. I'm not going to do this runs inside that's amazing mm -hmm. i love the sweetness of it because it shows that even though she's supposed to be the villain there's still something there that shows that she is good because killing dustin or even weakening dustin i mean who the hell cares mm -hmm. dd deserved it yeah he really did i really can't believe they just didn't say like yeah he died at the hospital dope <laughs> Sick. Now he's triple D. This episode has got a nine for me because Dustin's gone. By the way, I have a <laughs> lot of theories this episode. This theories has opened up quite the diary for myself. Yeah, um, Lana has trauma. Lana, Lana trauma. Trauma Lana. <laughs> what am I? What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, you're gonna use it. I'm not gonna use that. You're for gonna anything. use it. I'm not gonna use that for anything. Instead. I need you to just back me up and go through the scene of Lana walking in on Lexi now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, look, man. They, what do you think she told her? You know, what, what do you think she told her when she was saying, hey, we're going to go, we're going to go to my friend's house and just hang out. And you're going to come along because obviously you're probably five years old. And by the way, Lana even says, and here's also my other thing. Lana even says in the earlier episode, the Luthers were good to us. They allowed my aunt and I to stay with them when we were in hard times. They weren't in hard times. Oh, no. They weren't in hard times. Whoa. That was in hard times, bro. What do you mean, dude? Don't speak for everyone, Taylor. All right. We're going to get back to this theory <laughs> later on. 
<laughs> All right, so now we're back. We have Pete going into the house of Jody and obviously looking for Jody. Dude, my first question, turn on some lights, Pete. Turn on some lights, bro. Ooh. Why are we continuing to look in the dark? Bro, I'm turning on a light as soon as I walk in there. Um, Joseph, actually, I put in the notes instead. She says go away probably eight times. <laughs> so after the fifth one, maybe the third, maybe the third. I'm going to give it the third. This is already sexual assault. She should, no, no. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Dude. Don't you, this is why you're just like the coaches and you're going to hell. You don't say that about Pete. Son of a bitch. Dude. Not on my show. Dude, I'm just saying, man. Just saying, okay, it's possible. Like, if cop were to show up, you know they'd be like, what'd you do? What'd you do, young man? What? What? No, no, it's not even that. It's more like she would defend him even when she's eating the cops. She would be defending people. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, she would. Um... And so, of course, she knocks Pete out just by, like, shoving him to the ground. And Ooh. also, they're about to show what she does, but still, I it still to, didn't make sense. I need to pause it right there just so you can I, – I had to clear you up. Dude, his head bounces off the ground. Oh, yeah, no, no. She shoved like, him down, and he, yeah, like – Like, it, I thought he really did hit his cuss, ground. bro. Yeah, I, I immediately felt bad for that. Pete is a godsend, and yet <laughs> he is treated like this. <laughs> Dude. Clark now walks in, checks on Pete, because thank God somebody cares. Taylor, are you Pete in Smallville? Dude, Pete <laughs> is the man, all right? Are I, you Pete in Smallville? I am a huge... Did the coaches mess you up in high school, I don't know what's bro? going on, and maybe we'll get to the later seasons, <laughs> and my opinion will change. But right now, Pete's the freaking man, dude. Dude, I don't know, man. I think you have a way deep attachment issue with this guy. Why? Because he's normal? <laughs> Why? Because he cares? Because he has feelings? Look, man. Look, I get it. Look, okay, bro. You like Pete? Cool, man. <laughs> cool. So now we're back to Clark running into the nursery after Jody. Because Jody says, I'm done. I just can't do this. Why would you walk in and suddenly see the kryptonite and walk, not walk out? Walk out. Also, Clark shows that he's a little bit weak here, but he's not because he's able to stop her with the shovel here. He has no marks on his face as if she's making any pain. While I feel like earlier whenever he's around kryptonite, the veins change, for example, that we talked about. And he's not able to, he's so weak that everything would like cut him or make him do something. What did I tell you, bro? I told you, they don't do that vein uh, effect anymore. You did say that. Yeah, they and don't do I it love that vein effect. And by the way, why do we have another Tina moment? Tina. Why do we have a Tina connection? Tina. The mirror. The mirror mm. with the split faces. But then she realized, like, oh my god, bro. And then she just tried to kill herself. Like, my goodness. Immediate? The That's your immediate reaction? You don't deserve my blood. Dang. Dang. Did she Carmilla, bro? That's exactly what I think happened here. The We're now went out. She is uh, hitting the gas with the shovel. And so now there's only one way to be able to blow it up. Let's just hit the lights to just make it explode. Gas, lights, boom. So what happens? How do they survive? Oh, Clark was able to run them out, but before that we see this, we have to have Pete, who was able to come up after being concussed, yeah. <laughs> being like, hey, what the hell just happened? 
So, Joseph, I have a huge problem with this episode <laughs> right now. Yeah. Why isn't Clark leaving? Why isn't Clark speeding away? We saved her. Pete can call the police. Pete can watch her. She's not going to do anything. She's knocked out. What? Why is Clark here? I don't know. Why are we staying? We, well, made, I mean, a, maybe we made a promise. We should be sticking by this promise. And you're trying to go back on it. Okay, that's what you mean. I thought you meant like right now. Yeah, he definitely just could have left. He made a promise. Yeah, he did. And uh, he clearly doesn't care about that promise. You know why? Because Chloe said that something else needs to be done. And here's the other kicker. Where's Chloe? Where is Chloe? Where is Chloe in the scene? Not there. Not there. But yet she was so happy and giddy to run to his freaking house to then say, Hey, Clark, I got a new case for you to take care of. Velma is setting these traps, and Velma is winning right now. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I, I don't know why he continues to do this. I don't support his actions, okay? This is why this people is say men, men ain't shit, dude. That's why people say that, you know? I I have to believe you because Clark truly, he crushed me. He's pissing me off. He crushed me this episode because I immediately said, bro, you have time. He saved the day twice this episode and then he fumbled the bag. But it's like you have time. You can run off now. You you have super yeah, speed. Yeah, he didn't even know you were there. He he didn't say it. He's coming up here. I waited for the cops. The police came. Why are you waiting? <laughs> Why are you doing anything? Go to the party. Get away. You promised. And them. then even the scene that it comes up to with Lana and Lex. And by the way, I, I do love this scene quite a bit. Because what it's also showing in this scene is a stepdad-daughter relationship. Where <laughs> now... It's the stepdad oh. coming out to his new daughter that he has to adopt because he's marrying her aunt, saying, I used to do this when I was a kid as well. So let's pause it real quick here. Let's talk about this. Does Lana know? Know what? Know about her, him and Aunt Nell. Or is she that dumb? <laughs> All right. Did you just... Did you just eat a goldfish? Because this episode is called Craving. That's right. And then made a... I've got to be eating. A theory. Okay. Here's my thing about Lex and Lana. No. I don't think Lana knows. No. I don't think it's because she's too dumb. I think it's because she hates Aunt Nell. Where she doesn't give a crap about Aunt Nell's life. Even when Lana was 10, Lana did not care about Aunt Nell. Because Aunt Nell does not want a child. Aunt Nell has made this True. very clear where she is just doing what she wants to do. She got Lana and she was like, oh, this Boom. is enough. This is enough. But, uh. but I think, though, she does know. And that... I need I need evidence. I mean, how would she not? She, I, I think I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt here that she's actually not that dumb. That's why she's like really mature for her age. Do you know how much I hate that Lana says in this scene? Don't worry. I'm waiting for my reinforcements. I immediately go, Clark, you son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> I put in my notes. I go, you bastard. Like, Pete was supposed to be there. Jody. Chloe. Chloe's actually supposed to be there, too. Exactly. This is... This actually really sucks. Where is Chloe? This is 
Fred going to a party by himself? Where is Chloe? Like, really, where is Chloe? Okay, that's a good point. Now you're bringing up something else. So I even said in the scene, where was she with Clark? No, actually, where is she? Why is she not there? She should have at least... You know what? That would have made Chloe's character probably ten times better for me, too. If she then went to Lana's party, it's like, oh, where's Clark? Oh, (laughs) he's not here? I thought he was coming with me. Oh. Oh. I guess he forgot. Mm. Classic Clark. (laughs) Must be that Kent charm. Dude. But really, no. Like, I don't. Where is she at I, the I get party? it, though. They're not yeah. that close. No, no, no. They're but not they that are. Close. They're supposed to now be. Now they're getting there. But maybe, maybe Chloe's still they're like. They're supposed to be. Maybe Chloe's still like giving the middle finger to her just like because of Clark, you know? After the Lex and Lana scene, we're now back at the Clark coming home to his parents where Jonathan and Martha are obviously up being like, hey, we just got a call because obviously you had to stop a hungry. And. <laughs> Now, Clark is having to explain I had to wait for the cops. Joseph, I hate this crap so much. Why? We have a repeat. We just saw Clark having to explain, being like, don't worry. The night cannot be ruined altogether. Where now, he then cuts to Lex in his office. Well, he runs away. He thinks he's going to go make up to Lana. Yeah. He then runs away where Lex now is shown in the scene where he received a letter from Hamilton rejecting him, I believe. Yeah. And Lex then now shows up. Yeah, shows up. Basically says, um, I'm going to pay you this much. Just do what I say or else I'm going to do this. And basically blackmail him in a sense. But, dude, you're getting paid a lot of money. Just take the money, bro. And so obviously... Oh, Joseph. He blackmails him because he's a pedophile. Is what Lex insinuated. Saying, yep. I'm going to tell the police that you did not register as a sex offender. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what he just insinuated. Yep. And now I'll give you like $100,000 and go ahead and do what I say. And just do whatever I want? Yeah. Where... It's funny because this is also showing where Lex is the villain. Because, in a way, even when somebody turns him down, Lex is going to take the nice approach where he's going to ask. But if you were to ever turn Lex down, well, now he's just going to make you regret it. Yep. Take one over the other. Mm hmm. Why are you so interested about these rocks? He sees power, bro. He sees power in these rocks. But he sees that he could be something, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, power for himself. So, now, do you want to pause real quick before no, no, we get no, no, into no, no, it? No, 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 I don't want to pause. I we wanna... have a redemption for Clark. We have this redemption story. And I will say, I'm going to go back because when she first tells this story about what she did with her mom to watching a movie at the drive-in, that's where I knew that's his gift later. I already know that's his gift later. Well, the reason why I didn't think it was is because he talks about how it's something that he has to prepare for where easily it's something that you could have set up. But I get that there was a little bit of preparation mm-hmm. to it. So I won't take – I'm not going to take any type of credit away. But now he's trying to make up the llama. What I love, though, is her reaction to it because he goes, well, let me make it up to you. Let me at least give you your present. Her response, when? Yeah. Because she's, she's angry. She, well, she's always expecting him to never actually do something. And then To now. just say that he's doing something in the future but never actually do it. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time we thought, no, no, no. Now. Yeah, like now. I love this moment because she's even thrown off where it makes her smile, where she's like, oh, he actually has something. Mm-hmm. 
And now we get to the moment where you said you called. I did not. Where they are watching a drive-in movie where she is describing how or she's watching what she described of the Looney Tunes cartoons of Bugs Bunny. Mm -hmm. And this moment has a special place because Taylor also proposed to his wife at a drive-in movie theater. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Uh, My father met my mother at a drive-in movie theater. So this scene pretty much sold me on everything <laughs> because I this is such a special place in my heart where Lana and Clark are everything. Yeah. This is my Fred and Daphne. <laughs> this is what I need to stick for till the very end. And it's at his barn. It's at his it's barn. It's at the side of it. It's just them two. And yeah. I I just I love that. And I will say this may be a little biased obviously, but I think it's better than the first edition book. Mm-hmm. All right, let's really talk about here, though. This song. What was the song, Taylor? Enrique Iglesias? I can be your hero, baby. I can take your breath away. Doug, what a perfect song for this makeup birthday gift. Oh, my goodness, bro. It made this moment ten times better. I just think that Enrique makes everything better. And it just, as, as the credits finally show, like, baby and just like go so down i was like oh my god bro fade away on on hero yeah no it's it's a beautiful moment i truly enjoyed it and um i think he redeemed himself for being magic man do you think no let's go eat some churches (laughs) (laughs) dang man so after the drive and of course he wishes her a happy birthday it ends on there. That's all, folks, on Bugs Bunny. On Bugs Bunny. And Looney That's Tunes, all we need, bro. Baby. And that is the end of the episode. We are at the end credits. And, I mean, what do you want to rate this episode, Taylor? Yeah, honestly, man, I'm doing an eight. Eight? And it's because it's not the villain aspect. Was... Harry gave the last episode 7.5 alone. I'm still sticking by 7.5. Harry alone gave that episode. This was all about the characters for me. I got to see a lot of Lex. I got to see a lot of... Things that made sense to me where there was nothing that was just out of place. I got to see the relationship between Lana and Clark and finally Clark doing something. We got to see Whitney being a good boyfriend but also being overshadowed by Clark. Yeah. I I finally got somewhere with these characters. The villain was so-so. I just I, I do like that her mouth opens though that way. It was it was a mummy aspect. It was cool. I, I just immediately thought of mummy. We just need better powers, man. We need some better grounded villains here, some more explanations. We need explanations. We, yeah, need, we need explanations. again we need limits here. We need like expectations. We need limits. We need something. Yeah. No, for sure. And um yeah, solid episode. By the way, you gave last episode an eight. I said seven I said eight, seven point five. Go back to the tape. You said eight. I said seven point five. Mm-mm. I'm just an eight, bro. You're a liar, dude. I swear to God. He's like, I'm gonna give this an eight. I'm giving this one an eight. That's this one's one. better. It's not like it can't be an eight, too. No, it's eight point one then. Nah, I give this one. I'm gonna give this a solid seven. Solid seven. Hold on. This is better than the last one, though. Hmm. Maybe. Well, yeah. I did like last one a lot, though. I mean, it was good. See, we like different aspects of the damn show. I think we like. Just different aspects of the episode. I got no love moments last episode. You gotta understand that for me. That's fine. Okay. See, you don't understand true love's first kiss. What is? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It, it doesn't have to be in every episode. You no, know, I got the show. I'm done. <laughs> well, uh, other than 
the um, what do we have? Mm. We had uh, just Amy Adams being Man of Steel, of course, and uh, also the dad. I mean, uh, Doctor Hamilton. Yeah, Doctor Hamilton. He's the dad of Cyborg. Cyborg's dad. By the way, what's funny? That's the only two facts I have here. Yes. Yeah, Out of everything for this episode, I have nothing else because I got no connections for anything. Solid episode. Next week, what do we have? We have Jitters. Episode 8, Jitters. Can't wait. It's going to be a Martha episode. Let's get it. Dang. It looks like it is going to be a Martha episode. All right. Tune in next week. We out.